0: Welcome to The Breakfast Show, you are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM Network and you are joined by Danuta and my super great co-host Lawson. How are you today? I
1: am Fantastic, Danuta. Yeah, I'm really, really, really great for a number of reasons. I had a fantastic weekend, like yeah, just cool. so awesome did I. spending time with my church family. Went actually for a picnic yeah. after church, like up in the Wadigan Pines. So, it, which was interesting because like I've gone for picnics after church, but you're in an area where there's like no service and whatnot. It was a really beautiful spot, and yeah, just 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 had a great weekend, just oh. a fantastic. Oh, and then I woke up this morning and I started my car to drive here to Radio, and then it made. Lots of funny and terrible <laughs> noises, and I started to get quite nervous. Oh, i But bet. Uh, the car ran, and and the noises went away. And I think there was something caught in the belt, so I'll see when I start it up again. You know, if it, once it goes cold, I'll start it up again. I here hope we don't have to push you after yeah, Faker this I, morning. I hope hey? not either. It's either <laughs> push me, pushing
0: a car. It's either push <laughs> I me
1: or drive me all the way home to Toronto. You know, uh, that's the way to go. Hey, listen to the breakfast show this morning. What, what are you grateful for? Yeah,
0: I'm grateful for picnics too. Like mm-hmm. yesterday, I, I went to a three year old's uh, birthday party. Oh, wow. And it's been a while since I've been to a little girl's birthday party, but it was so special and the weather was perfect and mm. it was great to make new friends and catch up with friends. So that was really beautiful. So we're, we're pumped, aren't we, for this week? What's Absolutely. coming? Absolutely. Something exciting that, that we're starting this week, we're going to actually call out one town or city per day mm-hmm. where we ha- have our Faith FM stations mm-hmm. where people can listen live. So if you're listening now, be listening in for the name of your place, because what we'd love you to do is text us in and let us know what you love about the place mm-hmm. and why you're living there and what it is that's special about there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so,
0: yeah, basically, what's today, our place for today? Today is Wonderwee yep. in Western Australia. Do you wow. know where Wonderwee
1: is? I've never been to Western Australia. It's one of the areas in Australia that has eluded me. But yeah, shout out Wonderwee. I'm assuming it's somewhere. If there's people living there, it's yeah, some, maybe potentially somewhere near Perth. We We'll see.
0: Coming up on today's show, we have our interview with Justin Norman on UAP or, or UFO or UAP or UFO, as they mm-hmm. were once called. Mm-hmm. Um, also coming up on our show, we actually have about in our new segment, Acts of Kindness, special mm. birthdays, and then in our Bible study, the mystery of the Gospel, Ephesians three.
1: You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And Danuta, we've got a fresh new. Quiz, an amazing quiz for today and a brand new prize for this week. So guys, you gotta get excited, get your phones out. 0491 064 669 is the number to text if you know the answer to this first question. How many steps did the shadow go back on the sundial at Hezekiah's request? 0491-064-669 491 is the number to text if you know the answer to that one. Again, how many steps did the shadow go back on the sundial at Hezekiah's request? 491 Our prize for this week, we have an amazing prize. It is the Word of God. Now, you might be thinking, well, I have the Word of God already. I have multiple, you know, maybe I, maybe I have a Bible or I have it on my phone or I have it, you know. On the internet or whatever it may be, we want to give you a, a really incredible KJV study bible uh, by with Mark Finley Study Helps on the inside. This is a fantastic and expensive, a blessing of a Bible that could be a blessing to you or a blessing to someone else, potentially a present. But hey, whatever it may be, play the quiz this morning. 0491 How many steps did the shadow go back on the sundial at Hezekiah's request? 0491 Nine. Hey, Duda, what is happening in the world of positively different news? Well,
0: hey, did we introduce Michaela? Oh, well, that's some good news. Yeah, so that is in the good news segment. We actually have Michaela from P- Port Macquarie with us for all of this week. This mm. is her first day. Michaela, why are you here? Um, Hi. Um... And welcome. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> big, big welcome to mm. you.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm here for my school. They set up this week for our their year 10 students to do work experience on what they want to do in their future and see if they actually really like it or if they want to go in a different direction of work.
0: Lovely. And awesome. are you thinking that you might
1: like to become a radio
0: host? Awesome. Yes,
1: that was also in my cards, but um, also producing um, mm. shows or music and yeah. That's really isn't that jolly exciting, awesome. Lawson. Yeah, like, hopefully we sh- can. Did you b- think of <laughs> that you'll be
0: a radio host right back at that young age? Actually, when I was oh, did you like? D- no, really,
1: it's <laughs> I, when I was sixteen. I used to 15, 16 I used to listen to the radio all the time. I used to listen to lots of music radio yep. and think, man, I would love to do this. At the yep. time, I was actually kind of preoccupied with another, you know, uh, lane that I was going down, another career path that I was very invested okay, in, and yep. that was my kind of sporting career. But then become a Christian and getting the opportunity to do radio through knowing Shell and through knowing yeah. Lyle and, and him asking me, I'm like man, God now gave working me what I me. want and now working with Danuta. <laughs> so well I guess now we're in the position, hopefully we impress Michaela enough that she feels like she wants to do this in the future yes. rather, you know, she could have an experience here where she's like, I'm never doing radio ever uh. again I don't want anything to do with this, but uh, hopefully, hopefully Hi, Michaela can have, have a great, positive great positive week. week. She's
0: nodding her head away, you want to say something on that? Yeah, um, yeah, it's been great so far. <laughs> yes, the That's really cool. So awesome. for those that have just jumped on too, Michaela has seen what happens before we get on the show. So it's mm-hmm. not just the first five or six minutes that she gets to see. <laughs> she gets to see the whole lot. So yeah, have awesome. fun, Michaela. We'll get you back on a bit more today, later today or even Absolutely. this week. So that's really exciting. Hey, something that's I really and good news that's mm-hmm. personal thing that I'd love to share. I got home on Friday from mm-hmm. radio, right? Uh-huh. After we finished Facebook. FM. I got out the car and my neighbour came across the road. He ha- mm. he um, he he came across and he actually said to me, "Hey, have you looked in your letterbox lately?" And I said, oh, "Look, my key's broken. My husband's you know away at the moment. Well, he was just out at the time, but he's not away like away again, like for a week or something." Mm. <laughs> but um, anyway, either way, he said that his son two days earlier had put in a note to me. Mm. To me because he loves me
1: oh how old is this kid? As he, he likes me I should, <laughs> oh, okay. I
0: should, that he really really likes me mm-hmm. and so he said he put it in there and that at first he was a bit worried or you know shameful to sort of just worried about putting that it was from him so he signed it off from his mum and then he thought wait I better actually do it from me because it kind of looks funny that it's yeah. from mum.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, anyway, when I went to the letterbox later in – and I thought that was so sweet. It just warmed my heart. Mm. So, anyway, later in the day, I went in there when, when we opened it, and it says, I love Danuta.
1: Aww. And he
0: signed it from his mum with kiss, 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 and then the second one is I love Danuta with his name, kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> and catch this. This is what I love too on top of that. like, And I thought, this is what I learned from it. Children observe what you mm-hmm. do because, like, we just love our neighbours, hey? We mm. just connect and talk with them so much. We build relationships. But also as the kids are skating around, we we talk with them and and en- encourage them and things like that. But on top of that, he actually recycled something. He actually wrote it on the back of an envelope that had already been used rather than using new piece of paper. Mm. And I just thought that, you know, in the Bible, Jesus says, bring the little children unto me. And this is the very reason why, because you know, the children have this beautiful kindness and and um, the simple faith And I love mm. the fact that it reflects how the parents Are actually bringing up the children mm-hmm. as well Because they're fabulous parents And I acknowledged it with them So mm. that I thought was really good news Because mm. like I was almost jumping up and down Virtually, like inside I was mm. And I thought it was so sweet So I got the chance to thank him when he was with his dad as well And gave him a pound of strawberries from, from us as well As a thank you for him and his sister And, the, and his mum and dad So
1: isn't that beautiful? It, it is beautiful And I think it's also the case too that in our context As people following Christ Who are trying to reach others as well And trying to reach our neighbours You know, if we can um, see those inroads Through, yeah, the, the way that we treat their children I had an experience I was down in Melbourne And I was there during Chinese New Year And I was staying with a, with a Chinese couple yeah. And they had invited all of the There was a bunch of families from the church Who were Chinese And then those families invited their neighbours And co-workers who were Chinese 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 as well and they brought their families and all of the kids were mixing together and all of the adults were mixing together and and it was just like the way that the families interacted with one another and I think especially those families who weren't Christian were seeing like wow these Christian people they treat our kids so well and they they treat our family so well and all of a sudden they were just so open to they did this quiz and it was kind of lining up Chinese history with uh, with the Bible and and looking at some of the stuff there and it was Amazing Love how it. engaged those because I was talking to the to the the, the owners of the house, uh, yeah. uh, the pastor, the pastor for the church, yeah. and Chris. I'm asking you, I'm like, oh, so who is Christian and who's not? And he's pointing them out, and you you just see how engaged, and how great of a time they're having because their kids were being reached. Beautiful. And and then you know it came time for hombao which in Chinese New Year is like a red envelope, and it's full of money. Basically, it's a red wow. envelope full of money, and yeah. and all the kids got hombao even the kids that you know part of the. Family families that didn't prepare or whatever it may be like they had set up that every single kid it was just like an it, they had like five bucks in it like actual when homba like comes from your family like the the red packet yeah. with money it's like hundreds of dollars oh, you know wow. it's, it's your it's your pocket <laughs> money for the year but it was that every kid got an envelope no matter who they were with some money in it and it was like oh wow like like the parents were just stoked and so, Absolutely. There's such a ministry there, They're, and Jesus has given us such great advice. And they as, also that say sense. that it
0: takes a community, not just a family. It takes yeah. a community, and research actually shows that if you remember a child's name, Mm. In those first eight years, mm-hmm. that if you remember their name and each time you you meet them, you make sure you mention their name, it actually significantly reduces the risk of them moving into abusive behaviours in their later years. Oh wow! Yeah, isn't that's, that significant? That's amazing. So remembering a name, because what do we all look for? We want to hear our names, mm-hmm. but what does that mean? It means that 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 child means something to you. That mm. they're valuable. That's what it means. And so we actually ought to remember that in every kind of way.
1: Yeah, it's abusive behaviours as well. Like if we look statistically, uh, you know, particularly in the prison system, it's like I think it's 90% of prison inmates. 90-plus percent come from single-parent families usually sit like – and 99% of those single parent families are single mother homes yeah. and it's unfortunate it's because they don't have that community and they don't have that male role model whatever it may be and it's, so it's great that you know the church the community there can step up and, and be that for for a kid even in a desperate situation.
0: Yeah, no, that's exciting. Hey, just another quick thing, coming from uh, the northeastern part of the USA, uh, from Cape Cod, some people may have actually seen the video clip on the news that three hunchback whales breached at the same time. Oh, wow. And the exciting thing, this, I mean, this is once-in-a-lifetime event, but the exciting thing, so they, they, they breached, you know, jumped out of the water for, the, you know, for those that may be younger and listening, so breaching of the whales. And basically Robert Robert Addy actually was celebrating his 59th birthday with his three daughters and son-in-law on a tuna fishing trip. Mm. And he was recording things and he said, oh, I can't actually get to record this properly. I'm missing it most of the time, so just kept it on record. And he actually caught her on his phone, recording mm. these three hunchback whales going in unison, which is so exciting and so that 's just gone viral around the world basically this mm. whole video and seeing seeing these three um, three whales synchronized you know basically they 're saying that Not only is that once-in-a-lifetime event, but the scientific term um, that they're looking at is the fact that... Sorry, the National Marine Fisheries Service actually played a major role in the recovery of hunchback rail since 1985. So there's so many more of them doing it. But the interesting thing of it... Thing with them that they actually breach to stun or scare their prey but also the thing is that they actually play or they actually helps with their digestion and to dislodge barnacles attached to their bodies isn't that really interesting so mm. how would you be what a fantastic birthday present i would love to have that kind of birthday present mm. but you know now we're just got to see it on video
1: you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different and we have our next quiz, which is the descendants of this man offered all the sacrifices, burned incense, and all of the work done in the holiest of holies in the temple of the Lord. So who is it? Who is it? It's multiple choice. Here yeah, we go. Choices of four. Was it Joseph, Jacob, David, or... Aaron 0491064669. Is the number detective text if you know the answer to that one? The descendants of this man offered all the sacrifices, burned incense, and all the work done in the holiest of holies in the temple of the Lord. Was it Joseph, Jacob, David, or Aaron? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. This is actually there's an obvious answer, but it's kind, of, it's kind of tricky <laughs> as well. And when I say obvious, it's like there's one that's more well known for this. That's right. But could you do a different answer and potentially argue? We'll, we'll talk about it later in the show. We'll talk about it when we give the answers. <laughs> you potentially you can potentially make some arguments in there. But hey, you're listening you to could. the breakfast show, and our prize for this week is the Holy Bible, an the, amazing, the really best awesome book you
0: can ever ever. Ever have and it's the most read book in the
1: world. Yeah, it's it is con- constantly and consistently a best seller people are buying them in droves join the craze that is absolutely reading the bible reading the bible
0: <laughs> it's got god's rescue story which is the biggest um most important story right throughout scripture but it's got romance in there, it's got drama in there yeah. it's got battles in there it's got everything like you don't need to pick up a whole lot of other books it's all mm. combined into one <laughs>
1: absolutely what's your favorite book in the bible One is the book of john that is a Def, good choice. Definitely,
0: the Book of John. Good, you know why? Why is that? Because John writes it as a very personal account of his his time with Jesus, mm. and I love that because um, it just unpacks it so much. And I find that when I meet people that are new on their journey, and if anyone's, um, you know, one of our listeners may be new on your journey in finding Jesus Christ, or you're s- trying to, you know, to seek some peace in your life, and you're going, I don't know where to go, but you know, you're trying to to, to find find your way. Basically, um, yeah, I think the Book of John is really good to start with. It's easy mm. to follow, but it's got the life of Jesus right there.
1: Absolutely, I I usually put my favourites into a top three, which oh. is in in no particular order. Okay. It's Acts, Nehemiah, and uh, Hebrews. Oh, That's those, wow, which is a little bit subversive. I don't know. There's probably people who and feel your the reasons. Same way as me. Okay, so Acts is my favourite. Like. Narrative of uh-huh. the Bible in the New Testament. Nehemiah is my, I love narrative. Nehemiah yeah. is my favorite narrative in the Old Testament. I love the book of Nehemiah. It's like Fabulous. one of my personal favorites. Wow, well, really you're the
0: second person in one week, in two weeks that I've met that the, yeah, Nehemiah is one Nehemiah of the
1: favorites. Is so good. And then I think the book of Hebrews, you could probably exchange, there's, there's a few of those like, if we, if we're counting Hebrews as an epistle of Paul, like Hebrews, first Timothy, Romans, you know, these kinds of books that I just, they're probably all on the same level for me. I could put anyone in there in terms of my favorite kind of epistle, Hebrews, first Timothy, Romans, like they're just fantastic. And then then the prophetic books too, like there's, it's all my favorite. It's amazing. We want to give it to you for free. Hey, That's the descendants it. of this man offered all sacrifices was it Joseph, Jacob, David, or Aaron Zero four nine one zero six four six six
0: nine. Yeah, and let us know. Text us in 0491 And also let us know what your favorite book in the Bible is. Oh, We'd love absolutely. to hear that from you. Hey, Lawson, what have we got in the way of news this morning?
1: Okay, I want to talk about Turkey turkey uh, and not the food uh, i, I want to talk about cuz you
0: like to normally talk uh, about food but <laughs>
1: hey i don't i don't eat turkey we're going to be talking about the place obviously turkey is was affected by a massive Earthquake, probably one of the deadliest earthquakes mm. we've seen in the modern era mm-hmm. in early February, where 50,000 people died. And that week was just, it was a really horrific Huge. time. Uh, there was a number of cities affected by the 7.8 magnitude earthquake that struck the area. And now, as you know, People are starting to, well, well, there's still people living in camps. There's still people that are mm. tr- trying to, that have been displaced. They're trying to relocate. You know, there's a story that I am reading. Th- there's an article that I read that I'll bring out yeah. some of the key information from. But a part of that article reading about a, a woman named Funda who lost 25 family members in 25. the earthquake. Just devastating you know just
0: trauma 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 layers of trauma
1: absolutely it's it's really a really awful situation and it's good to see you know we were following the story as it was happening talking to adra talking to the different organizations who were, were working in the area at the time and the work that they were doing reaching people which was fantastic you know to see that despite this tragedy people were responding and people were even learning about the gospel uh, mm. people were coming to Christ as a result in the first of that really awful, awful yeah. tragedy, but one thing that has come up in the wake, in the investigation of looking at this earthquake and how it how it went down, is that Google has a system to alert people of. Earthquakes. They have this system and Google does. Yeah, Google and Apple, How? they both in what do. Way? So I have an Android phone, you have an iPhone. I do have an iPhone. And so Google and Apple both have a system that over the internet they're like linked in with the USGS and a number of other uh, geological, you know, uh, measuring institutes and whatnot. Yeah. And they have taken upon themselves the responsibility to alert people of earthquakes if they happen. You know, we're always online now. You know, we're always getting text messages and whatever it may be. And so essentially they can obviously the seismic activity starts underground Mm. and those seismic tools that are in all those various countries set up by those organizations have a far better ability at, you know, reading that. Uh, before you can feel it and it's usually giving you some period of time to be able to prepare now in the case of like turkey and the earthquake that happened there Mm. and the devastation that happened as a result it was you know it'd be pretty hard to find somewhere in the in the 10 minutes prior that they could have um that they could have detected the earthquake but that could potentially be, have been thousands of lives. You could have gotten out of their buildings, gotten to a just, safe area. Just
0: run. So do they give a time frame of how long beforehand they can detect? Or well, yeah. Let, it, let people know?
1: It depends, but yeah. ultimately they do have a system set up whereas as soon as something is detected that is wrong, the, the message wow. the message goes out, the alert wow. goes out. But what has come out in an investigation is that no alert was sent by Google, even though Google claimed to have sent an alert.
0: They claimed that they did. They claimed, yeah. As soon True. as we
1: measured seismic activity in this area, we sent an alert out. Yeah. And people with Android phones and people with iPhone with iPhones.
0: Didn't get the message. Didn't
1: get the message. Now, it's particularly Google who's gone under this investigation. Apple hasn't it's really, you know, it started with, with Google first. And so it's been looking at Android phones. And yeah, this, this alert didn't go out. And a lot of people who survived were confident that no, you know, I was on my phone as the earthquake was happening. I saw I had an Android phone, I saw nothing from Google.
0: So are they now accusing them in some ways that well, some of their family members have died? This is like-
1: this, this service mm-hmm. isn't necessarily a government service yeah, it's right. it's not necessarily a responsibility that google has to do it's something that they have decided to do mm-hmm. and so now because there was a number of lawsuits that came out after the earthquake due to buildings being not built well enough to resist and resist withstand the, earth. right. the earthquakes. And, and so there was huge, you know, massive legal doc and people fleeing the country and everything. But now Google is coming under fire. But then it's like, is it, is it necessary? Is Google necessarily liable for that? And That's it's raising all exactly kinds yeah. of legal questions of uh-huh. what is your legal responsibility as a country who claims to to do something, if you've if you've claimed, okay, we're going to send out an alert, but you aren't by law mandated to do so. To such, do so, yeah. Then are you responsible if that alert doesn't That's go? It. it. Doesn't go are out. Are you liable? Is that a form of fraud? You know what? Right. What may it be? And, and I was really, I was linking into this story because a lot of people are uh, saying like, oh, potentially people's thousands of lives could have been saved yeah. if Google had a stepped up to the plate here. Uh, but then Google is saying, well, we did. But right. then a lot of people are claiming, well, like, I, I think it was the the overwhelming majority of people, I think it was like 90% of people are claiming like... We didn't see an alert from, from Google. There were some people said, Oh, I might have seen an alert. And but so no there's one this whole,
0: sure. whole unknown space, right. really. really. And so where does this space. go now?
1: Well, in our world, you know, and, and the legislation that we have set up, it is a bit of a gray space and they're going to be talking about this for a while and mm-hmm. taking this, you know, maybe to various courts of appeals and whatever it may be. But it, it got me thinking a little bit about, uh, the judgment, actually. Yeah. It started to make me think about the judgment, and the Bible is actually quite clear in regards to our responsibility to tell people about the coming judgment, to tell people about the message of the gospel, about mm, Christ, and, absolutely, and who He is. To reflect Christ, to... to let
0: them let the message be known ahead.
1: Absolutely, and you know we see that in the form of in the Book of Revelation, the three angels' message that we've got, you know, there to to show us. Oh, hey. Yeah. This is the the message that we have to bring to people in Revelation 14. And if we're not stepping up to the plate, if we're not doing our due diligence as people who identify as people who follow Jesus in sharing that message, then will we be liable? And, you know, in the case of Google, it's like, oh, maybe, maybe not. But in the case of us, the answer is actually yes. Yes. We have a responsibility
0: responsibility. to be a
1: witness, to live up to the message that Christ has given us and to share that with others as well. Interesting time. Times in the world of you know responsibility, litigation, all those things. Absolutely. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different.
0: Lawson, what's our next question for the quizzes today?
1: After the death of King Belshazzar, who became king?
0: Ah, Very, very simple question
1: here this morning.
0: One of the shorter ones we've had.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you know the answer, after the death of King Belshazzar, who became king? 0491 064 is the number two text if you know the answer to that one with the correct answer. If you've got a correct answer, you'll go into the draw to win the KJV Bible that we are giving out with Mark Finley. Study helps as well. I love this Bible because because firstly it's a bible yeah it's amazing the best we're, book we're, in the world a about how much before, we love yeah. the bible but secondarily if you want to be enabled to be able to teach the bible to other people you know, or maybe even to learn more about the Bible yourself. In this Bible, in the back of the Bible, it's got these study helps, study helps that yeah. you can go through if you want,
0: which are basically on different topics and it takes you to different passages in the Bible.
1: Maybe you're, maybe you've never ever given a Bible study before, and you work out into a situation where someone wants a Bible study. Hey, in this Bible, it's right there. It's right it's
0: there. Zero four nine one zero six four six
1: six nine is the number to text if you know the answer. And again, that question was after the death of. King Belshazzar, who became king, also want to remind you to state it or star it. If you do not want to play for the prize, if you only want to play for fun, then send in with your answer a little asterisk or a star, or you can just state it. You can just say, hey, what's up? I'm just playing for fun. And we
0: had a few of those last week, but we had heaps of people answering last week. And we've got also lots and lots of text coming through mm-hmm. already this morning so we're excited about that
1: absolutely Probably. we want to encourage you guys to play to win this prize so again after the king the death of king belshazzar who became king 0491 064 669
0: hey it's come time for our interview this morning we've got justin lawman again with us this morning justin how are you going
2: good to how are you
0: good welcome again it's great to have you on as always where are you talking to us from this morning
2: uh, I'm still at home this morning in oh, the uh, Batlow District.
0: Oof. Oh, is it chilly it's down there?
2: Mountains. It's always chilly <laughs> <Absolutely>. down there. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm looking for some summer at the moment. You like can tell come you. up
0: here. It was 11 degrees this morning compared to the two or three we had last, last week, two or three degrees in the morning. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: we're you in tropical complain. weather now. It's been, it's been a bit mild the last couple of days, so no, no one's complaining.
0: Oh, oh awesome. no, that, that's great. Now, Justin, you're talking to us about UAPs rather than the name of UFOs that they used to have. That's the topic, is that right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Take
2: Lawson it away. Lawson will be all over this. How are you, Lawson? Oh, yeah, I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm fantastic. Well, this has been one of a huge announcement in, like, a lots of young people especially, you know, and a lot of young content creators on, on YouTube and social media. It's like, did they just say... That UFOs are real? <laughs> Did that just happen?
2: Well, it, it's really got people quite divided over what to make of it. So for the listeners, um, we always, you know, there's UFOs, these flying saucers supposedly mm. drifting around the place and the US Air Force, particularly the Air Force, has had so many encounters in recent years that mm-hmm. they had to change the name to un- unidentified anomalous. I've been saying aerial to other people, yeah. but it's anomalous, <laughs> it's anomalous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> phenomena because these things, and particularly one they call the tic tac, because it's a shape of a tic tac, mm-hmm. oh. it goes underwater as well. And they've had other experiences, the Navy, of things happening underwater that they can't explain. Mm. And this submerged, and they call it to transmedium, mm-hmm. which sounds a little spooky because mm-hmm. it can mean a medium transitioning into other spaces and things, but they. Their their definition is it's these things that they're witnessing. They have a lot of video footage which you can go to YouTube and watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, are moving from from water to air to space and and they're going through all sorts of different things. So they went and changed the name. I liked UFOs as a name, mm-hmm. but now <laughs> it's UAPs. UAPs. Mm-hmm. What are we to make of all this? Because there was pretty compelling testimony. Some of the senators in the U.S. Senate, uh, Matt Gates um, and others, uh, actually have gone into watching some footage that's not released to the public, interviewed pilots. Mm-hmm. and they had a couple of witnesses a bunch pulled out on the day but it it's they claim that they have a crafts that from the 1930s that crashed mm. in theory. they claim they had biological material in their definition wow um, so <laughs> you know you, you had to be a crackpot conspiracy Theorists to talk about UFOs in the eyes of many people, Mm. but now they're having hearings in the 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 Congress of the United States with with witnesses and a lot of stuff. The big bigger thing than just the UFOs is the amount of things that the government has not told anyone Mm. is what's upsetting a bunch of other people. So, yeah, what are some of those things
0: that people are feeling? Yeah.
2: Yeah, we've got a few options. So uh, first thing, a lot of people thinking this is just a big diversion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I keep talking about Hunter and his dad, Joe Biden, the president of the United States. Folks, you heard it here first. They're in massive trouble with their Mm -hmm. corruption, Mm -hmm. massive trouble. That's Mm -hmm. not going to go away. Maybe this is just to get the heat off them for a bit. And will I put it past uh, them doing that? Not at all. So there that, that, that could be a big diversion. The other thing it could be is it could be a weapon technology or some technology from another nation that's mm-hmm. harassing the U.S. Air Force. It, it's got so bad with the Air Force that in their two training areas, they're, they're saying their pilots are now at risk with these objects as they're training in their aircraft. It's happening so often. Wow. Is it another country that has technology? And the technology is pretty – it goes at supersonic speeds and then it'll do a 90-degree turn, just mm-hmm. bang. Stuff that the pilots are saying, this This is not human. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, we can't do that. That's not physics. We understand. It could be thirdly – here's the third option mm-hmm. – visitors from outer space. So that's, a, that's what the conspiracy guys want to have it. Mm-hmm. I have a fourth one that I want to speak about a little bit with you this morning, just in a few minutes.
0: Yes. Mm.
2: It could be a last day deception mm. because of the role in prophecy that miracles take and the supernatural has a massive role mm. right at the very end before Jesus returns to the world. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one of these it is, if I'm honest with you. I I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I do know that we get warned in the scriptures again and again. Jesus does it for us in Matthew 24 that there are signs and lying wonders. When we get to Revelation chapter 13, the second beast that has such a prominent role, the beast out of the earth, uh, deceives the world through the miracles he's able to perform. Mm -hmm. even causing fire, it says, to fall from heaven in the sight of all men. All sorts of stuff that I'll be frank with you, I don't understand the fire falling thing. There's a few passages in Scripture, and there's two in the Old Testament where fire comes down, Elijah and and Mount Carmel and and King Solomon when he dedicates the temple. And then we have the day of Pentecost and the tongues of fire in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. but. I don't really, I'm not fully what that is until it happens, Mm -hmm. but, uh, people, it seems to me through Hollywood particularly, the world has been set up for the supernatural Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. never before. There are that many hammer-throwing, spider-web-flinging, shield-holding superheroes that do all these things that can't be defined in nature. Mm. Uh, The role of the supernatural is really important at the end of time, and its role is not a good one. It is one that deceives.
1: Mm.
2: So (laughs) a UAP, I don't know. (laughs) But these guys, these pilots, you listen to them. The footage you can watch on YouTube, and I would encourage people to have a look at it. I don't want you to go out with hiding in the bush tonight with binoculars and mm. thinking.
0: Can, can you see give? Right. Yeah. Can you give us some sites that people can go to,
2: please? Oh, just any YouTube. Just put in UFO or UAP, and that mm. stuff will ha- it comes up all galore. the time. There's been prominent uh, media figures that have shown it. In the US, it's not a secret in the sense that this, these things are happening. What we can't get our head around is what to make of it, mm. and, and there's a big, there's a big diversity. Like I said, there's at least four different possibilities. I'm sure there's probably eight or ten, but let me give you four. Those four that it's a big diversion from the government. That mm. um, they are just trying to take the heat off some things that are going on in the media.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think particularly, you know, people have been conditioned, as as you mentioned before, superheroes and whatnot. We've been conditioned to look in awe and, and wonder at things like this and and to, to, well, especially when it comes to the marvels of the DCs. It's, it's always like a government conspiracy that these things exist and no one is getting told about it fifty one. Yeah, all of these things, and then now it's like, oh, it's it's really happening, and people are like, oh, this is you know, this is the most uh, important discovery of our era. This is something we need to be focusing on because in our you know fictional media, it's like this is groundbreaking, this is you know, landmark discoveries that is game changing. But in reality, yeah, I I I think I, I sympathize with the idea that really at the end of the day you know for us particularly as we're looking towards the end of all things uh and you know time is quickly wrapping up you know is is it is it just a distraction is it just to take eyes away Mm -hmm. from the more important things to consider whether it be our relationship with God what's happening in our world and, and those players and whatnot it's yeah very interesting times
2: yeah, and for me, just so I'll, I'll put my flag up the flagpole. Mm-hmm. Uh, supernatural things are very real uh-huh. uh, to me. Mm-hmm. God allows some things because it says in Second Thessalonians, they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. So He sends powerful deception. He, he allows, and in in the the dark side of the battle between good and evil, demonic spirits will do all sorts of things to deceive people. Mm. And that's for me, if they are really, if this isn't the government just playing with the population, there seems to be too much of this and too many good, honest people involved that Mm. I don't, I'm not sure Mm. it's just made up, Mm -hmm. but I am sure In my worldview, that this is a demonic deception, and Mm. it's not—it's not visitors from outer space. We're being played with, and there's a greater plan at foot. That's that's my take.
1: Yeah, and of course the text that would lead us, you know, heavily down that direction. My mind immediately goes to Revelation 13, and the Bible says, uh, calling down fire from heaven to deceive those. Who live on the earth. And of course, we see in that circumstance, it's call, a callback to Elijah, how fire comes down from heaven. And as a result, those who were against God, you know, were proven to be wrong and, and persecuted and, and killed for, for, well, I think in a very deserved manner. They were just being, you know, receiving justice for sacrificing children and doing all those terrible things. But uh, in this case, if it's the other side using those means that, oh, yes, these miracles have happened. And therefore, there is a need to persecute those who are against us. Yeah, we we could definitely be seeing in the future, you know, where these events are leading. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was into that space of, oh, people with a, you know, Christian worldview uh, will be left out to dry in that sense.
2: The Bible teaches there will be a false second coming. Mm, There'll be a false Messiah at the end. And Jesus said, "If don't go out, don't look. Mm-hmm. If there are any, don't go and even see it. Mm-hmm. And then he likens his return as lightning flashing from the east to the west. Mm-hmm. That's what his, it's something that's overwhelming. You you won't be mistaken. But, yeah, the, the, who knows what we're going to see in him next. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't don't believe your lying eyes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Don't get caught up in things, have a foundation in Scripture yeah, that's that I, key, I'm it? certain yeah. of what's going to happen and what Jesus will do because of what the Bible has told me, not what my eyes are going to tell me, mm. because that that's the nature of the deception right at the very end. Yeah.
0: Mm. We can be deceived so easily, can't we? And it's like you say, it's actually knowing God's word in in every way and being solid in his foundation and, yeah, looking to the event of Jesus, knowing that every eye will see him, everyone will hear him, it will be personal, it will be powerful. Um, in every way, so
2: he won't be walking around on the ground. No, in the air, and it, that's, that's ex- always doing the big one.
0: Absolutely, that's it. So, um, thank you so much, Justin. Um, you've really unpacked something very important for us to look at. Really appreciate your time, and we look forward to, to uh, speaking with you again soon.
2: Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at one eight hundred Faith FM.